The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. We're joined by Aina Nilauna, biologist and environmentalist, because one of the great symbols of Christmas is the robin. And the robin is seen as uh, affectionate, uh, warm, romantic little creature, um, which belies the truth. Which is, as I understand it, Aina, that the robin is one of the ultimate dislikable birds of all time. Well, there you go. There couldn't be a less suitable thing to have on a Christmas card that's telling us to have peace and joy and sharing at Christmas than the robin. Because the robin has no knowledge of those kinds of things. So he is the most aggressive bird. If you look in your garden, you never see more than one robin. There's never a flock of robins. There's never two robins except in the breeding season. And he barely tolerates the misses at that time. Otherwise, there is only one robin. Robins will defend territory even in winter and fight other robins to their death. So what they are doing sitting on Christmas cards, and you see two and three and four of them on Christmas cards, I cannot imagine. It is certainly not the reality in the world of wildlife. Now, you say he, he barely tolerates the missus. Does that mean that the aggression all lies in the male of the species or are the females just as bad? No, you're asking me that with your tongue firmly in your teeth. <laughs> so the, the aggression of everything lies in the male of the species, for goodness sake. <laughs> all, that, all that bird song that they have, all that bird song they have during the dawn chorus is only the male singing. All of the birds that sing in the dawn chorus in the month of May and June are the male birds who are defending territory, who are saying, I live here. And the songs are actually saying, if you come in, I'll burst you. And <laughs> this is enough to deter the other males from coming in. But in fact, the robin puts his money where its mouth is. And robins will actually go for other robins. I mean, I remember a friend telling me that two robins in deadly mortal combat were so busy killing each other, they flew into the window of the car, flew in through the open window and set each other to death on the passenger seat beside him. He was horrified at this. The reason why they're on the Christmas cards, incidentally, is because when, when the penny post came in in the middle of the 1800s, the postmen wore red coats. There was their uniform and they were known as red breasts. And so in honour of them who on Christmas Day, because they delivered on Christmas Day in those times, who brought presents to people on Christmas Day in the post, um, the robin was put on the Christmas card to, you know, as a, as a thank you in a way to those red-breasted postmen in their in their red uniforms. So it was actually it was the robin representing the postmen way back in the beginning, which is why it went on the card in the first instance. But in many houses in Dublin, certainly the robin is considered to be a sneak in the sense that he's hanging around. He's Santi's spy, and if you're not good. The robin will tell Santi how bold you were. Although I see now the elf is replacing him to a certain extent. But but in our day, when I was young, me and you, like Anton, when we were young, it was the robin that went around speaking and telling Santi if people weren't as good as they should be for Christmas time. Now, Aina, I find there is a pattern whenever I talk to you that there is a point at which you begin to answer me with a tone that says, how do you not know this, you moron? But I'm going to go with it anyway. <laughs> Go, go back to what yeah, you said. People are always telling me I'm like that. I'll have to stop. <laughs> it's only the males that sing in the dawn chorus. There isn't a single female bird that, that um, contributes to the dawn chorus. This is quite true. Yeah, the males are saying, first of all, they're singing to other males. Tweet, 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 hump off, I'll be dug out here. And then equally, they're singing, tweet, 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 I'm lovely, marry me. So the females are all busy listening. And the females are saying, oh, he has a great voice. He's obviously well able to defend me and have a nest and have eggs and be a husband, like mind the eggs. So, so he, the songs are two, two ways. They're, they're courting songs 
and their war cries as well. But it's only the males that do it. Now, actually, the, the, the female robin, incidentally, is the only robin, it's the only bird that will actually hold winter territory. And the female robins will sing in the wintertime, interestingly, uh, on territory. So they, they hold the territory each in the wintertime, which no other bird does. So that's aggressive. And the females will sing and protect their, their winter territory. But there's no shenanigans, no curtain, nothing going on in the winter time. So there's only ever one robin because that robin is holding that territory. And if two robins appear, one will chase the other off pretty smartly. Well, it's funny. I just got a text about a, a, a story of two robins ending up on a stowaway ship, two male robins, and dividing the ship between them. So that they, oh, yes. they literally yes. wouldn't cross territory. One owned one half, one owned the other half, and that was the way they stayed. Even and that though that was the way they stayed. Yes. And in fact, the robins look the same. I mean, robins can't recognise a female robin, so they're singing and roaring and yahooing and keep telling everyone to keep off. And then the female robin says, "I wouldn't mind a bit of that," and comes into his territory. And the silly eaters doesn't recognise that this is the love of his life. <laughs> this is during the this is during the summer season there when he's looking for a wife, and she has to behave all differently and bow her head and flutter her eyelashes at him. And, Generally acting in a submissive fashion until it dawns on the Egypt that this is the love of his life. <laughs> so anyway, oh, Robins, Robins are great. I mean, this, you can write a whole day, a whole day. People have written the whole thing. It's done, Rob. Tell you the truth. Yeah, indeed. But we love them because they're red and because they're very cheeky and they actually come into our houses looking for food and they're not afraid of us in this part of the world. We went to Poland one year from the Rooney Show to do, to do bird studies and we never saw a Robin at all, even though they had Robins. They're very much shyer than woodland birds. In, in Eastern Europe, but over in this part of Europe, they're actually very tame and they come into houses and, you know, they, they hop around looking for food. And they're not afraid of people, which is interesting. So which then, if if the robin is, is a, an example of an animal which has effectively got good public relations, that it has managed to convince Absolutely, us all that it yes. isn't what it truly is, are there other animals in the same category where they well, have... Well, I mean, the, it depends on, you know, people looking at wild animals with with rose-tinted spectacles. I mean, people think squirrels, for example, are, are lovely, cuddly things with lo- lovely, furry, bushy tails, even the, even the grey ones. And, um, you know, there's loads of those around and people sometimes, you know, offer them nuts and go up to feed them. And they have a special section in the Botanic Gardens for treating people who got bitten by squirrels where they went to feed them. And they have big signs up saying, do not, do not feed the squirrels because the squirrels will come for the nuts and if you don't get your hand away smart enough, they'll bite you as well. So, like, they look lovely, cuddly and... You love the lovely pictures of squirrels and all in stories and doing all sorts of nice things. But in actual fact, in reality, they're actually a member of the rodent family and you're only feeding a jumped up rat. So leave the squirrels alone and stop feeding them, particularly the grey ones. <laughs> the squirrel is a jumped up rat. Well, it's a member of the rodent family. It's obviously not the same actual thing as a, as a mouse or a rat, but it's in that same family, same kind of teeth you know, eating vegetarian food, all of that sort of thing. And it doesn't hibernate, even though Enid Leighton said it did. Enid Leighton was not a scientist. She was a, an author, a very popular author in the 50s and 60s. And everyone thought what she wrote was science, but it was. Well, that, was, that, so was a, that was one of those revelations when I, I discovered it. And it was only recently, I think I might have been listening to you mention it. And I, I oh, realised... Well, yeah, yeah. like, what's in the point? In, in, book, in, they'd hardly go burying all the nuts if they were going to hibernate. The whole point of burying the nuts is because they're there and out and about during the winter. That's their dinner for the winter. Would you go shopping and get a big trolley of food and then go on your holidays for three months? You would not. And why would they be gathered stuff? I mean, hedgehogs don't do it or bats don't do it because they actually are asleep. But, but they squirrels don't because it isn't asleep. So people think it's lovely and cuddly and you'd be there giving a gentle rub or trying to give it food and the next thing and yam it bites on the fingers. <laughs> so, like, keep away from those. We shouldn't actually be treating 
wild animals as if they were pets. I mean, other things, people, people do harm as well. I mean, when, when deer have their fawns, and we have those again in places like parks where there's deer, they, they leave the fawn in grass and they abandon it, apparently, and go off. But what they're doing is leaving the, leaving the fawn there perfectly still and they come back to feed it when, you know, once a day when they have the milk and all. And people find this fawn, no sign of mammy, pick it up, say it was say it was abandoned by the parents and start bringing it off someplace and ruin the whole thing. So that we shouldn't, you know, say, oh, the poor helpless Bambi lying in the grass and his mammy has left it and we should be minding it. We shouldn't. We should be leaving it there alone. The, the, the deer know what they're doing. But people, you know, with the best will in the world think they're rescuing a poor abandoned fawn and they are, in fact, causing the poor abandoned, poor fawn to be abandoned. I actually go near it at all and putting human smells all over it, you know. Got a tweet saying, ah, here, first robins and now squirrels. What's next? Penguins or drug dealers? <laughs> and people, yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, I, well, I don't live in the Antarctic. But I wouldn't be surprised. And I don't mean I wouldn't be surprised. But I mean, no, penguins are good because daddy has to mind. Daddy minds the egg all through the hard winter while mammy is feeding up at sea. So, I mean, the, the, the male penguins are, are good ones, though, I have to say. They're not fighting with anybody. They all huddle together on the ice and they mind the eggs themselves on their feet. Are there many birds where the male does the parenting like that or are penguins alone? Uh, well, there's the, there's the phalarope, the redneck, the, the phalarope, which is the redneck phalarope. Ireland has a site or two for that. And the female departs once the eggs are laid and your man has to do all the rearing himself. And that's, that works out quite well. That's the way it is. Those. And in fact, the female in that instance has all the, the bright colours because as well, as well, Anton, as the fellas doing all the lovely things, the fellas get all the nice clothes to wear as well. <laughs> Male birds in Kennard will have beautiful it's, feathers and it's the poor females have old brown ones. You know, further evidence of the problems of the patriarchy, Aina. Aina, always a pleasure. Aina and Elena, and we will have to talk about uh, sea otters one of these days because they're one of the worst. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at nine on News Talk.